first up on the show today, we have Christian's review of Sugarland. And I also attended the opening night of Sugarland at the Arts Centre. And let me tell you, listeners, absolutely phenomenal performance. The, the cast comprised all of young people under the age of 25, I believe. Mm. Just outstanding acting ability. But let's hear from Christian and his, and his thoughts of the production. Terrific. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't have enough time to do a pre-record this week, so he has sent us through the review, and uh, I will do my very best to perhaps not necessarily impersonate Christian Aww. because no, no one can, can, can do that quite, quite no. well enough. But I will this – is, this is his review. These are his, these are his words, original work. I'm just merely the, uh, the voice piece of his work. So – here we go. Sugarland played at the Arts Centre Melbourne for a very limited season, 19th to 21st of May. It was fantastic to hear that the Arts Centre's season of Sugarland is being targeted at VCE students, but don't let that make you think that the play itself is mostly for high school students. Fraser Caulfield and David Page's debut production of Rachel Coop's and Wayne Blair's latest theatrical work is one of those stories of adolescence that engages teenagers both past and present. Lately, Melbourne has seen quite a few ensemble pieces set in remote regions of Australia, usually ones like this year's Mika that have used this type of setting as a source of claustrophobia, dread and potential danger. One of the characters in Sugarland, Erica, played by Xanthi Page, describes the Northern Territory town of Catherine as a kind of Disneyland, a peaceful place where no one is a stranger and everyone can be trusted. However, Erica has just moved there from Canberra, while our narrator, Nina, dubs Unipingu, and her friend, Jimmy, Kaylin Tassoni, have lived there their entire lives. They are two Aboriginal teenagers who both express a strong spiritual connection to their land and their ancestry in some beautifully lyrical monologues, but who, have, who would both leave this town in a heartbeat if they could. Nina lives in a single share house with 12 other people, one of them being her mother's abusive auntie. She wants to live in her own house, where she won't have to be dodging blows and following orders. She wants to go to a school where she won't have to suppress her academic skill, so she can stay in class with people who understand her. Jimmy isn't sure what he wants. He just doesn't want to be living in Catherine. Since he is currently lacking the attendance to finish school and the work ethic to get into a trade, this seems like an impossible dream. But for Nina, there is a shining prospect of winning the town's sing-search competition and the grand prize of $5,000. She certainly has the vocal talent to take this contest out, but so might Erica. She already has the means to leave, but unlike Nina... Jimmy and their naive young schoolmate Aaron, Narek Arman, she has already been to the outside world. She has lived where they all dream of living and has had to move many times throughout her life. She knows that a change of place can only do so much and that childhood neglect takes its toll no matter how much money you have thrown at you. One of the play's most powerful scenes shows Jimmy and Erica, two characters from vastly different backgrounds, have both ended up in this same damaged, dangerous place in their lives. This is the tone of about half of the show's du total duration. The remainder is just as affecting, but a lot more fun. Every member of the cast, which also features Jonas Thompson as their hapless classmate, Charles. I'm just going to pause there. Yeah. This actor looks like a young Luke McGregor. Really? The, yes, the, the it is. The guy? Yes. <laughs> I'm, wow. I'm not sure if just like the comparison of that he was also had red hair, but he just had that, that sort of like same yeah. gangly, awkward... Does he have a laugh Manor. like that? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's a very that's a very good impression. He did have an oh. awkward laugh. Oh. Maybe he used Luke McGregor as inspiration, yeah. but I just uh, thought that... Maybe it that was I'd... Luke McGregor. Maybe it was. He mm. went into a time machine and, and, you know, and, like, got younger for this play. <laughs> yeah, that's the sort of thing Luke McGregor would do. He, he certainly would. Okay, so Charles and Liza Logan, as a long-suffering social worker, all have excellent comedic timing and dramatic skill, and some even get a chance to show some impressive singing skills. The lighter scenes do well to endear us towards these wonderfully drawn characters whose plights, though they are of many different shapes and sizes, are all very compelling and uniquely revealing. Charles is another hopeful entrant in the competition. He has chosen to sing, of all things, Justin Bieber's Baby and has no desire to tell this to his sports-obsessed father unless he wins. He is simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking example of the pressure placed on young white Australian men, just as Aaron, Jimmy and Nina show us what happens to young Indigenous men and women who have no pressures and no expectations placed on them at all. The singing competition, with all its pitfalls and inequities, is an excellent narrative device for encapsulating the high hopes and crushing realities of these five young people who all want and deserve the same things, love and freedom, but who, for various reasons, may never come to know them. Sugarland is a truly theatrical marvel, having managed to engage, educate and consistently entertain young audiences without pandering to them or misrepresenting them. It is an authentic, insightful and artistically precise piece of storytelling. Thank you very much, Christian, for that very mm. insightful review. Sounds fantastic. It actually, listening to that, it sounds almost like a um, modern Australian version of Billy Elliot, sort of. That's a very interesting the, comparison. Just hearing that sort of, the, the, you know, the kind of family pressures and the... the the, the boys that want to do something other than what the town tells them to, set in a small town. Might just be my imagination, but hearing it, you saw the play, but it's, uh, yeah, it sounds an interesting. No, I, th- think. I think that's a, that's a very mm. valid interpretation of that. Maybe you never mm. know. Maybe, maybe that was something that was going on in the back of their mind. 